Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is ready to jump into real estate. Pick your perfect parachute packers and pilots, too. Thank you to Joe Rojas, title company resource at Quality Title Group, for sponsoring Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. If you're looking for a title company to close your real estate purchase or refinance loan, call Joe Rojas at Quality Title Group, 901-289-5821. And if you have a question or comment and you're on Twitter, make them to hashtag J-O-Garner, or call me directly off the show at 901 482 Zero three five four. You can call us while we're live at at what number there, Tom? Not a one five three five nine seven three two or outside the Memphis area one eight hundred four seven four nine seven three two. And we're live today, March twenty fifth, two thousand seventeen. If you're about to leap out of a plane, thousands of feet in the air, how important would it be to you who packed your parachute? Would you care about the credentials of the pilot? Well, Tom King, real estate appraiser and avid skydiver, will be joining us to go over some vital tips to keep your launch into buying real estate a smooth flight, but one that you will love to talk about afterward. And if you ask, we might be able to convince Tom to tell us a few of his skydiving stories. Uh, But in the studio, we have the master appraiser, Tom King of Bill King Company. Tom made a presentation Thursday morning to our business, our breakfast business group, and uh, we were saying there's probably no street address. You can mention that Tom doesn't know about the location, the houses next door to it, and even what's happening in the market there. Our regular listeners know about you, Tom, but uh, please, for those just joining us, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do as an appraiser. All right. Well, I'm a second-generation appraiser. My company's named after my father. And I've been in business over 40 years, right here in the Shelby County, Tipton County, and Fayette County area. And I love my job. I'm fighting a little cold right now, so forgive my voice. But uh, uh, I do that. I started skydiving in college and continued till about 10 years ago or 12 years ago, something like that. So uh, I I love skydiving and made over 2,000 jumps. And uh, uh, I'm a certified base jumper, if anyone knows what that is. So uh, I've got, I, I love both of the things that I do. Appraising and jumping out of um, uh, perfectly good airplanes well, and jumping off the top of buildings. Yeah, things like that. But, uh, Joe, I want you to take a minute and talk about what you do as a mortgage loan officer. Well, thanks, Tom. I don't know if it's exciting as jumping <laughs> off of bridges and buildings, but, um, you know, I forget to talk about the humble loan officer job. It, it may be a humble humble one in a sense, but it's incredibly rewarding to be able to walk with my clients on their journey to home ownership as their lender. And, you know, I've been told that I'm the Dave Ramsey of mortgages. That's what some people say. But my job is to take your information on a loan application 
order more information from third parties like you, Tom, appraisers and title companies, and get your loan request approved so that you can go to your real estate purchase or your refinance closing with the funds in your hand. And my personal commitment, though, is to take a few extra steps and a little extra time to explore with you, my client, if there's a better loan product that uh, could save you some money or make your life easier today and even maybe five years or ten years in the future. I like uh, I like to be a part of plotting out the quickest, easiest, and least expensive flight plan for you as far as your mortgage. I am your pilot for the mortgage leg of your journey. You are the star of your own story, jumping out to uh, better your destiny. But I would love to work with you personally. But in order to do that, you have to talk with me personally. So you can call me directly after the show, 901-482-0354. Or you can connect with me at jogarner.com. That's right, Joe. And, uh, you know, it, like skydiving and uh, mortgage loans and real estate and all that, it does take preparation. You just can't... Uh, uh, jump out and without doing any preparation, you got to pack your parachute, plan your skydive, and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes we'll uh, plan thirty or forty-five minutes as to what we want to do in free fall before we uh, actually put it in the air. So uh, it's it's a lot of fun and uh, it's easy when you make the right preparations. And it's the same in the real estate business too. Yeah, you really need to have the right people behind you helping you, the right pilots that are going to get you to the drop zone where you is that where you want to land so you can land where you want to land. And, of course, that per- person who packs your parachute is um, pretty important, don't you think, Tom? That's right. That's <laughs> well, right. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about the mortgage market. The mortgage market did a little skydiving this week and last week when the uh, Federal Reserve raised their rate up like a quarter point on March 15th, 2017, the price on mortgage rates actually went down. And the main reason the mortgage market went in the opposite direction from the Federal Reserve is because the mortgage market had already built in the effects of what would happen if the Fed rate you know, went up on theirs. So when they went up, mortgage rates were like, oh, well... It's not as catastrophic as we thought. So it wasn't they, a surprise. You know, it really wasn't as much a surprise. So they mortgage rates actually got better, and uh, they ended they ended yesterday, March twenty fourth, at around four point one two five to four and a quarter. They had gotten up to around four and a half. So I mean, that's pretty good on the thirty year fixed conventional rates. Your fifteen year fixed are still around the mid three. So it's looking great. Uh, some of our experts are saying that if this new health care bill does not get passed, and it doesn't look too good right now, does it? No. <laughs> that could be a harbinger that the tax cuts is, are not going to happen right away, and this could hurt stocks, which would help mortgage rates go down further. But who knows? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do it, do today. it today. That's right. And uh, one thing about this market, it's really turned around in the uh, – uh, Bartlett, Hickory, uh, Bartlett, and uh, Germantown, Lakeland area. Uh, it's it's amazing. I talked to a lady that they put their house on the market you know, on Lakeland on uh, a Friday. They got they got ten offers or ten showings and three offers on uh, Saturday. And by that Thursday, I was I was appraising the house for the mortgage loan. So uh, uh, things are really picking up, and the the house sold for more than the list price. So uh, we have to rethink our thinking. At, this point in time saying in some areas maybe that list price is the beginning point and not the end if you really want that house 
I know we're seeing people offering even more than the list price on a regular basis. Had one yesterday again. I mean, it's just almost every day people are offering more than the list price in order to beat out the competition. That's right. Inventory so low on houses. But Tom, you've made over 2,000 skydiving jumps and even more real estate appraisals. Um, Give us some examples of ways that a homeowner or a realtor can use some skydiving principles to get the highest value on the homes that they're selling. Well, you have to be totally comfortable with your gear. You have to be totally comfortable in your uh, parachute. And we pack our own parachutes, but our reserves are packed every and inspected every six months by a licensed rigger. And he he puts a seal on that parachute to... uh, See, and he signs his name on it. So if anything might happen, uh, we know who packed that parachute. The same way with your house. you got to know your house. You have to know your market, and you have to know uh, uh, what's going on in the market and how you can interact to get that house you want. It's not the time to be, uh, I say, dilly-dallying around. Once you find that house... You better make plans to buy it. Yeah, if you want it, put a ring on it or something like that. That's right. (laughs) Well, you know, there are quite a number of correlations between getting a mortgage and skydiving. And when you take your first skydiving trip, you want to make sure that you're putting your life in the hands of an experienced person and a pilot who knows where uh, you need to land after you jump. Just like skydiving, just like the skydiving guide, you know, you need a mortgage officer who knows the regulations for the loan product you're going to be using. Uh, so that you uh, launch when you launch into the purchase of your new home, you need a good realtor who can negotiate with the seller on the property that you're buying and to keep you on course and on time to hit your closing date. You know, there are other important crew members that make your jump into real estate a successful one. Just like you, Tom, there's appraisers out there that are going to be doing an appraisal on your property. The title company, home inspectors, homeowner insurance agents, home warranty companies, moving companies, and more. But later in the show, I'm going to be covering some important items to remember when you are getting a mortgage so you don't end up making expensive mistakes. Even if you're a seasoned real estate investor, some of the procedural changes may surprise you. We'll be covering some of those later in the show. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Tom King is an experienced appraiser. That's right. You can you can call me at 901-487-6989. And we want you to join us around the table. So give us a call while we're live on the air at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Sonia Balser from Montrose, California. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also connect with me at Evolve Bank and Trust. And we have in the studio Tom King, who is a very experienced real estate appraiser. Tom, how can we get hold of you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. Well, we're going to play one of our favorite little games. We like to play this, and uh, even if you're not in the Memphis area, you can still play while we're live March 25th. 
2017. And if you know the answer to our trivia contest and you're the first person that knows, we're going to have three questions today. If you're the first person and you can answer at least one of them, you're going to get a uh, nice little gift. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by Memphis notable historian Jimmy Ogle. And you can connect with him at jimmyogle.com. Jimmy Ogle offers free historic walking tours in downtown Memphis. To get his spring and fall schedule, just go to jimmyogle.com. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project or a little one that you might want to do in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with, a, with a, the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to one of our trivia questions today, call us at 901-535-9732. And here's one of the questions. In 1927, when Charles Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic Ocean, how did he return to America? And the second is one of the first famous female aviators in history, the air traffic controller control tower at Memphis International Airport is named after this person, and it's not Amelia Earhart. And number three, in June of 2012, the FAA dedicated a plaque to the first African-American air traffic controller at the Memphis Airport. He was also a Tuskegee Airman. Who was he? Okay, so if you know the answer to one of those three questions... um, Give us a call while we're live, 901-535-9732. That's right. All right, so we're going to go back into our topic today. And today we're talking about uh, ready to jump into real estate, pick your perfect parachute packers and pilots too. And Tom and I, we're, we've got our we've got our parachute gear. I told everybody we were parachuting into the studio this morning. I think I said that figuratively, though. I don't think we actually did. <laughs> it's not a good day to jump today. <laughs> but while we're in the plane, while we've got all of our parachute gear going, uh, I have something to confess to you, Tom. What's and that? I hope you're not. Hope you and our listeners are not going to be too upset with me. But while we were having such a good time i accidentally took the plane Uh off course we are 25 miles out over the gulf of mexico and it just occurred to me that i forgot to put fuel in our tank before we took off we are um we're out of gas what do we do now well you talk about preparation that's one thing you should have prepared for (laughs) what do we do now well i guess we could jump but (laughs) jump (laughs) i don't i don't want to make a water landing right now well, you know, I was just kidding about getting our plane off course, so That's you can right. relax, all of you can. We really do have fuel, but uh, did you have a few seconds to consider what it would be like to be out to sea in the in the air with no fuel? It's kind of, uh, for me, it was kind of a sinking feeling, like uh, like when you sell your old house thinking you can close and you can move right into that new house, but all of a sudden, there's this glitch that happens. So... Um, that can happen, but with preparation and some rules that you can follow, that's going to keep you on course. It'll keep your real estate and mortgage uh, process going smoothly, and that's what uh, we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be covering a few of those things that my assistant Susan and I cover with our clients to keep them on track. But before we go there, Tom, I've got some questions to ask you. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what are some common um what are some common repair items notated on appraisals that could be handled by the homeowner before the appraiser comes out? 
you know, it's really strange, but I've had two in the past six weeks where the disposal didn't work. So make sure that thing works. I turn it like that, and uh-huh. it won't spin. And uh, uh, I, the the uh, agent called me up and said, well, it was kind of rusted out or whatever. It hadn't been used in a while, and uh, now it works. And I said, well, that's why I put repair or replace on there. So if it works, we'll be good. But uh, make sure those, those uh, appliance items work, especially on an FHA. Make sure you have that rotted wood replaced and uh, painted over. Uh, that's a big one for FHA. We take pictures of all that stuff, and uh, uh, we include it in the report. And the, the mortgage company has the end say as to what re- what is repaired and what's not repaired, believe it or not. We recommend the repairs, and the mortgage company uh, uh, tells us those are repairs that we want done. And we go back out there and have to check it out, and that costs extra time and extra money. So if you want that closing to uh, uh, come up, come across real fast – Get some of those things done. Check those appliances and things like that. You know, and uh, any kind of indication that there may be a leak in the roof, uh, they also, mortgage people get uh, very excited and they want to make sure that uh, repairs are covered. Like you said, rotted wood, uh, any kind of plumbing or electrical that is not function functioning correctly. Uh, that is a structural uh, uh, item that we consider uh, affects the habitability of the house. So those are things that you guys put on the appraisal, and mortgage companies tend to require that those be corrected before you close. Now there are some there are some uh, instances where some of those repairs can be done after closing, and the mortgage company requires that uh, one and a half times whatever the person says it's going to cost to fix be put into an escrow account but that doesn't happen all the time so like tom said it costs money to have a final inspection where the appraiser has to come out and inspect to make sure repairs are done and it takes extra time so you want a really quick easy one go ahead and cover and get taken get take care of some of those repairs that he just mentioned that's right i was in a house the other day and you know i put on the appraisal it was an fha and the inside temperature of the house was 55 degrees. It was a little warmer outside, but it it was in the middle of the, you know, mid-morning, and it was cooler that night. And I put on the appraisal report. I said, the inside temperature of the house is 55 degrees. I couldn't check to see if the air conditioner was cooling or not. There was no mm-hmm. way to tell. Right. And uh, that's a mortgage company's call, you mm-hmm. know, but uh, those are kind of things that uh, you put in there. And conversely, if the temperature is 100 degrees, it's hard to tell if the heat works. <laughs> That's true. We'll talk a little bit, Tom, about the firewall between real estate appraisers and mortgage companies. Well, this is a common occurrence with me, and it's especially uh, happens if an appraisal might come in low. The the agent will call me up personally and say, "Well, you, I want you to consider these sales or these sales." And I said, "Well, that's got to go through the firewall. That's got to go through the mortgage company. We're not. We can't. Even, we're not even set up to resend an appraisal." If, uh, say, we even make a mistake without the mortgage company asking us to, so that uh, uh, appraisal, the only way it can be sent as a revision is if the mortgage company requests it. If the mortgage company doesn't request a revision, we can't send it. Right. So it does absolutely no good to, to give sales to the appraiser. You may want to talk to them. I don't mind talking. But really... The mortgage company has the final say as to what that might be. And believe it or not, Joe, in two cases, 
they said, well, you forgot about these sales. I said, you know, when I come in low on an appraisal, I really search and, and dig in to find the very best sales that could be found. And uh, the agent said, well, you missed this one. And uh, believe it or not, they, they sent me a sale that sold in 2010. Uh, that's seven years old. <laughs> really? You know, we laugh about it, but evidently they didn't laugh about it. Uh-huh. And uh, sure enough, the, the next week I had one, and, you know, they sent me a sale that happened in 2009. Oh, my goodness. You're really looking at, like, the last six months to a year, right? Yes. In very rare cases, we might be able to go back two years. But, you know, if we, got, if we have sales that are current, uh, we, we can't go back two years to see just to – Quote, get the value. That doesn't work. Well, and going back to that that mortgage firewall, we still get some calls, not as many anymore, but we still get some calls from people who say, listen, I really want to use Tom King or I really want to use so-and-so for my appraisal when you do my mortgage. Back in the old days, we could do that, and now the government has tried to um, curtail what they call collusion between mortgage companies and appraisers, so they make it, uh, they make it a rule that mortgage companies have to go through a third-party uh, agency or, or, or format where it's like spin, spin the dial or, or Russian roulette. They'll spin the dial, and the next person that, 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 that the next appraiser that it lands on is who gets it. And that way, nobody really knows on the mortgage side who the appraiser is going to be when they first go into putting that mortgage together. That's right. And if the uh, loan officer, and I don't do appraisals for you, I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. And if the loan officer calls the appraiser and says, Hey, listen, uh, uh, you can be my go-to guy if you can make this deal work. So uh, we could call the uh, appraisal management company or the bank, and you know, probably security will uh, escort that person out, the, that loan officer out the door. It's not allowed anymore. Well, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Tom, uh, Tom King is in the studio, and you can connect with him at 901 901- Four eight seven six nine eight nine. Yes, and we're talking about ready to jump into real estate. Pick your perfect parachute packers and pilots too. We've got our gear on up here, and we are ready to leap into some something. We're ready yeah, to right. leap into something up here, <laughs> even if it's raining outside. <laughs> even if it's raining outside. So uh, put your parachute together. Join us around the table by calling while we're live today at nine zero one five three five nine seven three two. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. The Mid-South's only home for news, weather, and traffic. News Talk 600 WREC, WEGRHD2 Memphis, and iHeart Radio Station. Hi, I'm Eric Urich, Focal Point Business Coaching, getting you to where you need to be. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to our host, Joe Garner. You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and are you ready to jump into real estate? 
pick your perfect parachute packers and pilots too because you want to make sure that you win on your deal. Uh, I am Joe Garner. I am a mortgage loan officer and I'm also your host. And you can connect with me at jogarner.com. And Tom King is our avid uh, appraiser and skydiver in the studio today. Tom, how can we reach you? 901-487-6989. So pack your parachute. Hey, Tom Tom and I can help you pack your parachute, but put it on and get in the plane with us today. We are uh, in the sky. We're talking about jumping out there and getting into some real estate and being prepared, having the right pilots and parachute packers to help you do it. That's right. That's right. Well, we have a caller on the line, and we have Joyce. And Joyce, how can we help you today? Hi. I was wanting to know information on what process happens with a house uh, that's on my street, that's been vacant now for over a year, that I know the people died, and I would like to purchase the house, uh, but I know that obviously the, there's no there's no relatives that have been able to locate that are going to take over this property, and nobody's paying the loan, so it's got to be in the process of either going to be foreclosed on or... Well, who do you contact? That's what I was trying to mm-hmm. figure out. Well, who do you contact to let a mortgage company know? I, I do know there's a mortgage on the house, mm-hmm. and uh, I know the name of the company. Well, you're, you are ahead of the game, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that uh, I have help clients do is uh, if the property is a property in Shelby County, Tennessee, or where is it? No, I think this one's in DeSoto County. Okay. Uh, you want to go to that assessor site. Uh, on the internet and find out who owns the property first of all and uh, it's a little tougher in DeSoto County as here in local Shelby County Tennessee because uh, we can go to Tom Leatherwood's site in Shelby County and know who the lender is but DeSoto has a good public site for DeSoto County you know and I can use that and I do know that it that I think the problem must be that the person who owned it died but died in Texas, and they didn't die in in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So I guess that must hinder a mortgage company from being able to process on through because they're trying to find out the title, getting the title clear. It may not. It may be in probate and different things. The yeah. first the first place of contact is to is the um, address where the tax bills are sent. <clears throat> you can send you can send something out to there to that address and start trying to contact the people who are dealing with that person's business so whoever's been paying the tax correct Ah, correct okay Okay. that's a great question joyce thank you so much for being on real estate mortgage shop i hope you call us again and wish you the best on finding getting that house (laughs) find a way to go thank you yes ma'am thank you ma'am uh-huh we have mary on the line and mary how can we help you today hey joe how are you I know this voice. <laughs> hey, Mary, you're, you've got a question for Tom, I think. I do. Um, Tom, when you are looking at a house and it has an addition, what do you look for to determine um, the value? What adds to the value or maybe subtracts from the value? Well, Mary, that's a great question. And uh, say you get to a house and they... Uh, it's a two-story house with a garage next to it attached to the side. And, you know, they enclose the garage, and you've got a 20-by-20 room when all the other rooms are 12-by-15 uh, or something like that. Um, you have to ask yourself, uh, 
would you have built the house that way? If you were going to build the house again, would you build the house the same way that it looks now? And if the answer to that question is, no, I wouldn't, which is most likely the, the truth, you'd have to say, well, that house has what we call some uh, functional obsolescence. And what, that's a fancy word for a messed up floor plan, <laughs> which uh, may or may not, uh, uh, well, in that case, it would impact the value. Now, if someone uh, uh, takes a, a wall out and puts in a nice master bath and uh, walk-in closets and things like that to a, a two-story or one-story house and, and turns that house into a, a, what I call a modern house, that's really a, an addition that can really add to the value. And uh, uh, I may need some more information to you as to what, what your personal situation is, Mary. Well, I actually purchased a home that um, some of the attic space was converted to, like, a playroom. And it was finished, like the rest of the home, looks very nice. But I wasn't sure if it got 100% value in an appraisal. Well, most of those say a two-story home with a uh, a third floor. Uh, no, it would be it's second floor. Oh, second floor. Well, those are usually real good because... There's room for expansion in there. When, you, when you've got a, a two-story house with a, a third-floor expansion, those areas add little to the value because 99% of the time the stairway up is through a bedroom. So you have to go through a bedroom to get to that playroom, which doesn't give it much value. But if you've got, a say, a, a one-story uh, house or a, what I call 1.1, a one-story house with a bedroom with a playroom up, uh, sometimes there's a, there's room for expansion in there, and, and it really does that. That's a, a real good addition to do because uh, it was the house was really built for that. That's Mary, great, yeah. Mary, thank you for calling. I, uh, I've got on my prompt sheet here, and I know who you are. So she said uh, you're a realtor, and I know I, Mary is really good at. Um, Helping her clients see before they make the jump into real estate, what uh, what what to expect along the way and what to look out for, and uh, kudos to you, Mary uh, Johnson, and you're with uh, Adero. I am, yeah. Yes, and thank you for making. She's got a flow chart and everything. All right. Yeah. So yeah, you you want somebody packing your parachute and being your pilot? You know, Mary, good job. Kudos to you for doing that, and for other realtors out there who do who do that for their clients. That's right. That's right. Mary, thank you so much for calling. And um, we've got uh, we're, we were going to cover some ways to uh, prepare like packing your parachute, like making sure you got the right pilot for the mortgage side. That's right. That's right. We're going to get into that. And uh, um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is uh, what are some do's and don'ts for a smoother loan processing? We got time for that? You know, we do. And we'll, we'll start on it anyway. I, I can't cover them all, but my assistant, Susan Ballou, and I, we have a important do's and don'ts for a smooth loan process. And we give this to our clients. We go over it with them so they kind of have a flight plan. They know what to expect. They know what to do, what not to do in order to uh, prevent negative surprises at the end and have a very positive experience. One of the um, <clears throat> things that we're dealing with right now 
are on uh, tax returns. You know, if you haven't filed your tax returns yet, if you're self-employed especially, this could affect how you qualify, whether you had a good year in 2016 financially or not. So you might want to have a discussion with your loan officer about that, um, whether you want to file them now or later. There is a time delay when the IRS can get back your transcript. There, uh, the government guidelines have allowed us to um, shorten that time now, so that helps. But be aware, if you're self-employed and your income is less, you might want to have that discussion. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is when you are in the loan uh, process, <clears throat> make sure that you tell your loan officer the correct income that you make and how you are paid. For instance, if you're a W-2 employee, uh, more than likely we're going to be able to count whatever your guaranteed income is. No worries. But in the middle of the loan process, if you suddenly become a 1099 subcontractor with your company, for instance, and I've had this happen, uh, we can't count that income for a couple of years. You've got to set up a track record if you're a subcontractor, and that's where your company does not take out taxes, does not take out FICA. They just pay you as if you're your own company. And I've had <clears throat> clients come back and say, well, I didn't tell you because I'm actually making more money as a subcontractor. Well, because you are a subcontractor now and not a, a W-2 employee, you have to set up that track record. So don't make any changes as to how you're paid. Another one is people who go to straight commission in the middle of the loan application. Straight commission employees need to show a track record of 18 months or 24 months. So don't change how you are paid without talking to your loan officer first when you're in the mortgage process. And another one is don't <coughs> don't buy furniture for your house when before you get it and get that 36-month same-as-cash. Oh, Lord. Don't do a 12-month same-as-cash, please. Because I've had clients come say, well, I know you said don't rack up any debt. Don't add any to my credit balances, don't open any new accounts, but I did a 12-month same as cash. I don't have to make a payment for a year. Do you know what a 12-month same as cash does to your credit score? No, I don't tell me. It's a free fall, let me tell you. If you want oh, to use wow. a skydiving term, it is a free fall. I've seen people lose 100 points on their credit score, and now suddenly they don't qualify for the loan. Plus, <clears throat> even though you're not making payments for a year, the way the loan guidelines have the mortgage company qualified those payments is uh, 5% of the balance, and we do that over 12 months, and that's a killer on the income-to-debt ratio. So buy that furniture <laughs> after you close on the house. Here's another one that will save you a lot of heartache. If you are married, legally married, you may have been, y'all may not be living together for 10 years, but if you're legally married in the state of Tennessee and a lot of other states around the country, if you're buying or refinancing a primary residence, in a lot of cases, in most cases, your spouse is going to have to sign at least four or five documents um, because of the state laws, even though they're not on the title and they're not on the loan. So don't let that trip you up. Don't get to the closing table and say, oops, my spouse won't do this because then you've got a title, you've got a title issue. Uh, just a few other things. If you have a large deposit in your bank account within the last 60 days and it shows up when the bank, when the mortgage company asks for your bank statements, you are going to have to show a paper trail on where that came from. And uh, if it came out of the mattress or if it came out of a safety safe deposit box where you can't verify uh, how long and where it came from and all that, a lot of a lot of these mortgage products will not let you use that income. I mean that that asset that 
that amount of money. So be really careful on that. Call If you're in the loan process, talk to your mortgage officer about where you're getting your funds to close. And there's a whole lot more, but those are the top ones that I see that can save you heartache, help you have a smooth, smooth, happy loan process. I'm Joe Garner, loan officer. I would love to work with you personally, so give me a call because I, I want to work with you personally. 901 482 0354 or you can go to jogarner.com we're on real estate mortgage shop and we're talking about are you ready to jump into real estate pick your perfect parachute packers and pilots too and we've got tom king in the seat we want you in the seat call us 901-535-9732 we'll see you guys back in just a moment hi i'm donna smith bellinger from chicago illinois and you are listening to real estate mortgage shop and now back to your host joe garner And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust. In the co-host seat, we have Tom King, who is a very experienced appraiser with Bill King Company. Tom, how do we reach you? 901-487-6989. We're talking about ready to jump into real estate. Pick your perfect parachute packers and your pilots, too. A lot of correlations with uh, skydiving and uh, jumping out into real estate. Got to be prepared, don't you, Tom? That's right. That's right. Well, Tom, uh, before we go to real estate tip of the week, please tell us a skydiving story. Well, well years ago <laughs> when we were jumping the old round parachutes that uh, you could actually talk to people in free fall back and forth, one of my buddies uh, said, my, my glasses broke. I don't, I don't know where I'm going, direct me. I said, just look down. <laughs> I said, I, you know, with the with the difference in in horizontal and all that, I couldn't tell him where to go. I just said, look down. You'll you're going to get there sooner or later. <laughs> that's a pretty so, good point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we're well, going to take a moment and uh, we're going to do uh, our uh, real estate. Our real estate tip of the week. There it is, right there. Tom, I think you have a real estate tip of the week for our real estate investors out That's there. That's right. And and I was researching a house uh, the other day, and uh, I noticed that this house sold the same day. Well, first of all, it was listed for 500 days at a price of $5,500. Now, we're not talking the greatest area around, but, you know, it's a place where someone wants to live. And uh, someone bought it for $5,500. And the very next, the very same day, sequential deed numbers sold to someone else for thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. Now, I'm sure the guy buying it for thirteen five said, "How bad can I get burned at, you know, buying a house for thirteen thousand five hundred dollars?" Well, apparently he just got burned about eight thousand dollars. So, the tip of the week is to uh, do a little research on that house. I bet if you Googled it. Uh, it would show that it had been listed for five thousand mm-hmm. dollars or something like that. And Zillow.com yeah. will add some information as well. Chandler reports. That's right. So uh, do some research on that house and and don't just jump into things. You can get burned a whole lot on a low priced house, and you can get you can get burned on a higher priced house too. Another way to do it is to uh, get an appraisal done. That's right. You know, if you're going to spend three hundred dollars of fixing up a car. 
or looking at a used car before you buy it, you might want to do the same thing to an $80,000 house. That's a great, great tip for our real estate investors. We love you guys out there. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock to 10 at Nova Copy Conference Center out at 7251 Appling Farms Parkway. That's here in the Memphis area. This Wednesday, March 29th, 2017, Talk Shop presents The Mastermind Principle based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Talk Shop is made uh, possible to local business uh, community uh, people by a special group of Talk Shop advertisers, supporters, and sponsors. Advertising with Talk Shop team is like getting to go to the county fair on bargain ticket day, bargain price ticket day. You get to ride the rides and check out a number of attractions and decide which ones you like best and go back and do those over and over again. As a Talk Shop advertiser, you get print advertising, radio advertising, social media advertising. You get to be a part of an exclusive Talk Shop think tank advertising co-op, and you get to work with a first-class business coach, Eric Urich of Focal Point Business Coaching. And you get all of this at a below market cost. So for more information about becoming uh, a part of the Talk Shop advertising team, go to Talk Shop, that's Talk, S-H-O-P-P-E dot com and click on the tab, become an advertiser. Thank you to Joe Rojas, title company resource for uh, sponsoring real estate mortgage shop today. If you're looking for a title company to close your real estate purchase or refinance loan, call Joe at quality title group 901-289-5821. For this podcast of real estate mortgage shop and more, go to jogarner.com. And as we always tell you on real estate mortgage shop, uh, we remind you to make your plan Let's work your plan. And if the deal works for you today, let's Let's do do it it today. today. Got a couple quotes. Here's number one quote from Anonymous. If at first you don't succeed, uh, skydiving is probably not for you. That's right. (laughs) And the next one was coined right here on Real Estate Mortgage Shop from Tom King. And uh, what what is that one? Well, I was walking running out to the plane one time, and I'd actually forgot my parachute. <laughs> and so it said, "You forgot your parachute. You can't jump." And I said, "Well, I can make one anyway. <laughs> you can make one jump without it without That's a parachute. Right. Can't <laughs> I went back and decided I didn't want to die that day, so I went back and got my parachute. Uh, that's a good choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. You really want Tom packing your parachute and hopefully remembering to put it on the plane for you. But we've enjoyed hanging out with you guys on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We've been in the parachuting, skydiving mood here. We've got all of our gear. You can see us on Facebook, uh, Joe Garner Mortgage Consultant Facebook page. You can see us all decked out in our skydiving gear. We are all excited. Somebody told me, um, I was listening to somebody who was also an avid skydiver, and he said, you know, skydiving for him reminds him to live in the moment. When you're doing your real estate deal, live in the moment. Remember what you want right now, where you want to go, but live in the moment when you jump out there and, and, and buy your house. That's right. You'll be satisfied with it, just like a good skydive. That's right. Well, we've loved hanging out with you guys, and we will see you next Saturday. In the, in the meantime, join us at jogarner.com. See you next week.
Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.